0: super talk mississippi media production what's the key to discovering delectable dining find something that sizzles a time-tested favorite a feast for your eyes and palate and a dining experience handled with care in vicksburg the key to the south This is a Thunder and Lightning Extra here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad, and joining me today is Richard Greenlee. He is the president and owner of Ratchet Entertainment Group. They are the entertainment group responsible for bringing the Brett Eldridge concert to D. Noble Field. And, and Richard, you reached out to me last week. You heard me talking about this with Robbie on Thunder and Lightning about this concert. We're excited about it and and the potential for Starkville as a concert venue. Let's start with the concert that's going to happen, Super Bulldog Weekend, after the Saturday game. Uh, with Ole Miss. Brett Eldridge will take the stage at Denny Noble Field. H- how did that concert get into motion? H- who was the first one to suggest it? Does MSU reach out to you? Do you reach out to MSU? How did that come into play?
1: Well, it's a funny story. I have a, a good friend of mine, a fellow named David Rula, who I've known for a long time, who knows yeah. you know, about what I've been doing. And he, uh, he said, you know, we talked about you know, trying to do some concerts at, at State. And he put me on the phone with Bo Henfield. and. They put me on the phone with Rhett Hobart, and I had a meeting the next week. And it was actually State's idea. Um, I don't know if Rhett takes credit for that, you know, or but to, to, they, they you know you, have, you know, the, the best best uh, baseball field in, in college sports, and it's just, you know it'd be great to do something there besides just baseball. So they wanted to put a concert on on Judy Noble Field and Super Bulldog Weekend after the Ole Miss State back to back national champ baseball show would be the perfect time to do it. So it was their idea.
0: Well, I, that's 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 a good start to our conversation because we talk about Mississippi <laughs> State wanting to be proactive and do things. I mean, I mean, of course, the guy you mentioned is no longer here, but we'll move on. I uh, know. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about logistics because you know when I think about a concert and I think about what it takes, you know, and I don't know a lot about that business, obviously, but I've been to concerts and setting up those stages. You're talking about a lot of work that, that that's done over time. And you, you really have a window here because you, the game ends, you want to have the concert, and then you have another game the next day. Let's just start. How long does it take to put the stage together for this, this, this show on, on Saturday? Well, and it's, it's
1: very – I'm not going know about this, but um, we've partnered with a great group out of Scottsdale, uh, Arizona, and um, they have a patented roll-on staging system um, that has played at 28 of 31 Major League Parks. It's done 23 Super Bowls. Um, it's the national championship football game, uh, whether it be a concert, a trophy presentation, the national anthem, a lot of things you don't even realize that, you know, the that that game's over and that there's a stage out there with a podium with six 300 pound linemen on it at a trophy presentation. Well, that's the roll on stage on turf tires. Um, so it's really, literally, it's amazing. Uh, as you'll see on Super Bowl Weekend, everything is put together with, on two separate, uh, staging decks on turf tires with, twin axles that turn literally once the ninth inning's over and you know the dugout clears we can roll on and be putting on a full concert within 15 minutes the stage rolls on snaps together in two pieces audio carts roll out it all plugs up the line check's already done brett takes the stage and he's playing 15, 15 minutes later it's amazing
0: Amazing is the correct word. I, I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to wrap my head around that because I think about you know the last concert I went to I went to see Garth Brooks in uh mm-hmm. in, in Birmingham and I'm just I like, just looking at his stage I was like that had to take hours to put together and you're telling me in in a, in a you know big venue Disney Noble's a big venue you're gonna have a stage ready in 15 minutes that that's tough to wrap my head around I'm looking forward to seeing it happen now. That I do a lot of go ahead go no you go ahead go ahead I do. I mean, I do a lot
1: of standard production as well, I and mean, yes, those stages take three or four days to set up. And if this was a fixed, um, large, big, 40 by 60 stage with sound and lights and, and, and stacks, yes, it would take days. But, um, you know, in, in putting together entertainment and sports, um, you know, the artists realize they're playing on a, what we call a non standard setup. It's a you know, 24 by 16 stage. Uh, the drum risers, everything's put on, you know, before it rolls in, everything's tested in the compound, we'll have behind left field uh, before the show rolls in, and so literally, it's you know, it's, it rolls in in pieces and snaps together. And so it's a patented system that's played at you know it's many major league parks, and many you know, major professional sports arenas where entertainment's been a big part of, of that sport. Um, and you know, now with, with NIL and and uh, you know, recruiting and the swag you need and selling the sexiness of a college sport, uh, you'll see more and more colleges getting into the entertainment aspect to create a different whole atmosphere to the to the campus, to the university, to the sporting events, and um, you're, you're going to see a lot of this going forward in the, in the college world.
0: What is the, uh, the the when you think about these these events you mentioned where they have these rollout stages, right? Normally, there's not another sporting event happening the very next day. Is there any concern mm-hmm. about the way this this stage will affect the field for the game on Sunday?
1: Not at all. I mean, unless it's a torrential downpour, of course, we wouldn't do it, but uh, even in very, very wet conditions, you, you'll see, it's hard to explain, you have to see it in action. Yeah, I agree. Um, you, you, you can get on and get off that field without ever knowing you were even on there. It's, wow. it's the same thing as roll, you know, rolling a, a, a Gator out there, or, or a Polaris with, with turf tires. Uh, very light, everything's aluminum decking, it rolls on place. all the wheels turn 360 on command, even the center axle, so you never have to have a rut or a, a tire mark in the field, even on very wet grass. And as you know, most of these major sporting, you know, good very well drained. So we'll, we'll, we'll pull up out of, we'll come to the um, right up to the left field through the bullpen, come right behind the dirt and set up right behind the dirt and you'll see it'll roll out and within 15 minutes, you're ready to go.
0: I can't wait to see this. I'll be totally honest with you. I'm almost more mm-hmm. interested in the stage setup than I am the concert itself, just, just from your description of it. That's crazy. Let's talk about Starkville as a place for concerts, because you know, it's, been a, it's been a big topic of discussion lately, especially with what's going on. And we'll talk about you know in Oxford. They've got the big Morgan Wallen show coming up at Vaught-Hemingway. From, from you know, your perspective dealing with artists, is there interest in Starkville as a concert venue for national acts? There is. Uh, a lot of these uh, artists would
1: love to play. Actually, you know, artists love to play wherever they can go and get played and, and get paid. But, yes, a college town, especially, you know, and that's what I've been trying to, to talk to some of the universities in the southeast conference about is You've got a captured audience on these ballgame weekends. And you've got these beautiful facilities, like, you know, what the Humphreys, Pump's going to be like when they get finished, or like the Pavilion at Ole Miss that just sits there empty. And you've got, you know, 70 or 100,000 people in town for ballgame weekend. It, it's almost a, a not, you know, a, a no-brainer to do a concert in the in the hump on Friday night before uh, the SEC game. Um, and like I said, I heard you on your podcast. You know, when I was in college, um, you know, we did we did. Uh, I, I went to shows at Humphrey's Telosim and the Cad Pad, and there were concerts all the time. It, it just seems like lately, um, there's just not as many out there as it used to be. But it's but they are very interested in playing. Absolutely, and it makes makes perfect sense. And we're working on a lot of that right.
0: I was, that was going to sort of be my next question. All right, could we see some more concerts like this in the near future? What about at Davis Wade Stadium? That, that's a big, you know, that, uh, that's a big facility. You're talking sixty thousand. If you put people on the field, seventy thousand people could, could go in there. You know, could mm-hmm. we see some shows like that at Davis Wade Stadium in the near future?
1: It has been discussed. It's very, very preliminary. Uh, very preliminary. But uh, let's get past Super Bowl, Bulldog weekend first. But yeah, it's absolutely doable. Um, you know, people like LSU have their Really, Baton Rouge has their huge country fest down there. Mm-hmm. You saw Garth Brooks came through. That was his own show. Yeah. He basically rented the venues. You know, they played at Arkansas and LSU. They sold those out in 90 minutes. You got the big Morgan Wallen show that's doing two nights at all anyway. But absolutely, Davis Wade is actually a very easy stadium to get in and get out of because of the end zone of the parking lot. You could literally roll on a stage in production mm-hmm. on trucking versus have to build it by hand with cranes like some other uh, uh, stadiums around the Southeast. So it's. It would be a very, very good thing to do, and it's been discussed.
0: And so this is something you feel like is going to be a new trend, that, that, that large artists, national artists are going to put on shows. Because like, it's, it is like you said. You have these giant facilities that you're only using you know, seven, eight weeks out of the year, and now you give yourself a chance for another revenue stream. You feel like this might become sort of a wave of the future. We might see this kind of stuff not just at Mississippi State, but at Ole Miss, LSU, on a year-to-year basis.
1: I do, and, and I'm, I'm actually pursuing that. I'm very actively pursuing that because, especially with our partnership with, uh, um, with our, my partners out of uh, out of uh, Scotia who've done mostly professional sports. So like I said, you know, now with the change in NIL, you know, five, ten years ago, all of your ads and all your your sports uh, uh, your athletic department with old football players or baseball players. It's all about sports, 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 and very really cut and dry. Now you you've got. You've got branding and NIL deals. You've got entertainment. You've got to attract these not only students but athletes to your program. Um, They they like the swag. They like the sexiness. So you've got to start doing stuff like this. And I think you're going to see a lot more uh, athletic departments bring in almost entertainment-type directors, more business-oriented folks that say, how can we maximize revenue for the facilities? How can we create an environment here at Mississippi State or Ole Miss or Arkansas or LSU or anywhere in the country that really attracts these athletes over and beyond just what they can do on the field? And of course, that's, I think you can feel along
0: that of course that 's something you can tie into sports anyway, like you mentioned it 's something you can have around a big baseball weekend or a big basketball game. you know hey, Saturday tip off is at eleven, and then at six o 'clock we 've got this concert over at davis wade stadium it 's another reason to come to town, so it makes a lot of sense from basically everybody 's perspective, so this has been a very good conversation. I feel a lot more uh, confident about the future of music here in Starville because. As you know, I mean th- 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 just say there's a little jealousy. That's that's what it is. You know, that you see old miss yeah. getting that that national act and you think, Why can't Starkville get that? Looks like that's gonna be on the way. I'm gonna hold you to it though, Richard. I'm gonna make sure you bring this yes, act I, to Starkville. I, I, I am going as far as
1: I can. It's up to the athletic department, to the people up at the top to approve it and we're
0: ready to roll. Sounds good to me. Richard Greenley from Ratchet Entertainment Group. He is the group putting on the Brett Eldridge concert and hopefully many more in Starkville over the next few years. Thanks very much for your time today. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, sir. I appreciate you having me.